0: Blog Talk Radio the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of in living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We have a nice, easy week energy-wise. At least it feels that way to me. It's just... Uh kind of quiet no eclipses no retrogrades um i think we're in a waning moon so that's a little that is a little sleepy with the energy but that doesn't mean that you have to back off right now is a time where you don't have a lot of obstacles in the way and it's time to get things done so make sure that you are doing all of your different practices and really sticking to it um so you can you know, have a nice uh, spring, new fresh beginnings in the spring and a nice fall harvest. Now is the time to get all that in place. And what do I mean by that? It's uh, setting your intentions and doing whatever manifesting work makes your heart sing. Um, and it's also paying attention to uh, what our topic is for the day, which is are you truly open to receive what you're asking for? And um, one of my most popular courses, uh, it's only been topped by one course. One one course uh, since was called "Open to Receive," and I taught this way back um, many years ago. It was uh, way before I even started doing telesummits. And it's funny because as it came up again, uh, as I was uh, asking the guys what I should be focusing on for this week's show. Um, and he said, well, you know, we did that, we've done that. And they are like, no, 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 no. It, the things have shifted, things have changed, you know that. And it's true. Um, so today I wanted to talk about the fact that you can keep asking and asking and asking for things, but if they're not coming or they're taking a long time, or well, what seems in your own mind to be a long time, uh, it seems like there's a lot of delays or, you know, imbalances, the question has to be asked. Am I really open to receive what I'm asking for? Am I really um, wanting it? You know, there's a phrase I always use called the dark side of the dream, that every dream that you have, every desire, every, uh, you know, intention that you set has its, you know, bright, happy, shiny side for sure. And then also the other side of it, which is like the, um, you know, the, the dark side. It's the, it's, the, it's the cloudy part. It's the hard work. It's the, uh, the consistency or the discipline or the willingness to open up and be vulnerable to receiving it. One of the big things uh, that causes people to not be open to receive is a willingness, an unwillingness to be vulnerable to, um, to the possibility of it potentially not showing up. So when you start to wall yourself up so that you don't feel vulnerable, then you're also shutting down your openness to receive it. So we're going to talk about um, three categories of things there. We're going to talk about old things that we are kind of the tried and true reasons that we all have heard about before when it comes to this topic. We're going to talk about some of the subtle things. And, and then we're going to talk about some of the new things that are on the scene now that are much more prevalent than they have been. in in years gone by. Um, So, uh, also, I have a new course coming out. I am working on it. Uh, You Keep your eyes um, on your inbox because I will be sending stuff out. I'm hoping by the end of this week. um, It's still downloading, but it's it's actually changed a lot since what it was going to be last week Um, just because I started doing some heavier channeling and stuff. So, um, we will be having, it will be a six-week course, and uh, it's going to be uh, thematically recovering from difficult times in your life and getting a second wind, moving forward and and really taking um, your new opportunities and, first of all, being able to recognize new opportunities, being able to call them in and being able to maximize them. So that's like kind of the very, very high-level version of it, but we will be um, – getting you'll be getting more information about that later this week and i may i may i'm not promising i have to figure this out but i may do a special um preview call for that for that class so we'll see uh, that would be separate from the radio show so um we'll see if i see what the schedule looks like and you'll you'll hear about that so just keep an eye out out for that um okay So that's it for announcements for the time being. If you'd like to call in and ask a question tonight, the number is 917-889-2626. So that's 917-889-2626. And also one other thing I forgot to say is that um, I've resurrected our Facebook pages (laughs) and have now started posting um, the the new season podcast. To our Facebook page um, at aha it's aha moments international on facebook.com and um, there's also Marianna M Cooper so I have two pages one is a public figure page and the other one is for the business so both the on both of those pages I'll be posting the um, the free links to these podcasts so if you want to send somebody there on Facebook or you want to grab uh, you know grab a copy to re-listen or whatever. Um, the links are, will be up on Facebook, so definitely join us. I'm going to start posting a lot more stuff as I'm getting ramped up into the uh, into what's now not so much the new year anymore, since we're still halfway through February. All right, so let's talk about receiving because this is a big, big topic. People like to talk about timing and when is it going to happen and when is it going to happen and why it hasn't happened yet, whatever that is whatever that thing is fill in your own blank and um there's many reasons you know we, we've talked, we've had other shows we've talked about divine timing and divine order and all that i'm not going to get too much into that today but activity is really important and people get very very caught up in doing affirmations and asking for things and how do i ask because we're taught how to pray we're taught how to pray in formalized religion from the time we're we're born we're taught how to ask for things but we are not only are we not usually taught how to receive them or how to be open to receive them we are held hostage to them when we're dealing with regular 3d world right we're we're told you know sit at the table fold your hands drink your milk eat your green beans you know eat your meatloaf and then maybe if you do all those things right you'll get dessert the thing that you really want but you, there's all these hoops to jump through before you get that dessert. I notice how parents use Christmas as a weapon, <laughs> and I get it. I get it. My sister, does it. where it's like, are you going to be good? You know what? You know what? Around September, my star- sister starts to really use the whole Santa Claus thing as as, as a uh, as a trump card, as a you know as a leverage point, and she'll say, oh, you know, if you don't do this, Santa's not going to come. Oh. Okay, okay, Bobby, okay, okay, okay. You know, if you don't do that, oh, Santa's not gonna. You're not gonna get your gifts. You're not gonna. If you don't, and they, you know, you don't get good grades if you don't get. So we, you know, and then we get into formalized religion. And I know I grew up Catholic, and the peace, you know, and I used to go to church and all that. And um, one of the things that they say in mass is uh, after you've gone through all of these scriptures about. How you're a child of God, and you know, and Jesus, and whatever, and and, and all of these different things, saying you know He's He's taken the sin and for you, and you know, this it's all this forgiveness and all this whatever. But before you're allowed to take communion, right before the priest says you know line up and get the communion, you have to say, Lord, I um, I'm not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and I shall be healed. And so you literally have just sat through the whole front end of this thing hearing about all these miraculous things that, you know, we can do and God did, Jesus did, well. and then, and, and how you're forgiven and this, and then you're not worthy to receive this thing. So then you have to command say that. Then you get the communion and then, you you know, you pray and then you hear the church announcements and you put the money in the thing and then you leave. And somewhere in the middle of the week, you go unworthy again because you got to go back on Sunday and do this whole thing again. <laughs> and I'm not trying to – listen, I am Catholic. I know what I'm talking about. I went to all Catholic schools. I know, I know. But, I mean, that's where I would sit in the back of the church. And I, one time we had a laugh attack. I started giggling. Um, I just couldn't understand. I was like, there's something that's ludicrous about it. It doesn't make any sense. Like it, like at what point in the week was it Wednesday? Was it Tuesday night? Was maybe it was Monday? I don't know. What point did I become unworthy again, so that by Sunday I need to say, listen to how worthy I am again, and then say I'm unworthy just to get the thing that makes me worthy? But then somehow between now and the next seven days, I go unworthy again, right? So it just didn't make sense, and we are. So if you look at it across our 3D world, which is what I'm describing, formal religion, our our parenting, you know, the way we were parented, uh you know, just the way society runs, especially in America, receptivity, receiving is always uh comes with some baggage, comes with some baggage. So what does that do to your frequency? Well, it creates a variety of little things like blame and shame and guilt and fear, and a sense of uh, this this sort of numbing, quiet down to the bone marrow kind of insidious um, ache of I don't deserve this, and it that feeling of I don't deserve this comes math in so many ways, so many ways. And when we're talking about, at the end of the day, frequency is what, frequency alignment is what you want, is what brings it forward. And my advanced, like home kids, my advanced students and my mastermind class, they are seeing I have a few of them. They are seeing some serious results, very much like myself, where I think of something and then within an hour it's manifesting. I mean, we're really getting a lot of, um, you know, counts of a lot of instantaneous types of manifestations. And when I say instantaneous, within the hour, within a, you know, within the same day, you know, instead of weeks and months and years like a lot of most people, um, because they're really doing this work and they're really focusing on frequency and putting their frequency first and aligning and aligning and aligning and aligning. And this is this is most important work you could possibly do for yourself. Absolutely. Because when you get in alignment, you understand what that means, you understand how to do it. Things, The most mundane of things will come in super easy, and all the way up to the things that mean the most to you will come in a lot easier and a lot more quickly. So if frequency alignment is the really the only thing that matters when it comes to getting what you want, if you're aligned to negativity, you will attract the negative version of your friend that day. If you're in alignment with uh, you know, healthy eating, you will attract all kinds of opportunities for healthy eating. It's really, really simple. It's very, very pure, very, very simple. But what gets elaborate is how we twist this and how people have twisted around to sell it and market it and get you to pay for it and all that kind of thing. Um, and more importantly to get you to you know, we went through a whole stage in society in, in you know, two centuries of let's take away the power from the people and their own and them understanding their own personal divinity and let's give it to the guy standing in the front of the room. You know, if I can if I can tell tell this congregation of a thousand people that they need me as an intermediary to get to their own personal relationship with the God of their understanding uh, and they start to ignore their own internal divinity that they're all born with and they pay me money, pay a toll in order to somehow temporarily get close until next week's toll is due. And then they don't get that close because <laughs> we got to give them something else to be worried about, some, some other hoop to jump. We not only do we we preach worthiness, but we we reward unworthiness. We we teach unworthiness. We preach worthiness, and we 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 actually uh, instill unworthiness through a whole lot of strains of our society. So this is you know. Everybody will tell you, oh, yes, of course, I'm going to receive it. I asked for it. I want it. Of course, I'm not going to say no to that lottery. I'm not going to say no to the man of my dreams. I'm not going to say no to that new car, to, you know, perfect health or whatever. But you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed at the smallest of things that can get in a way. And when you're talking about frequency alignment. The big difference between that and kind of the muggle-minded muggle-minded way of being is frequency alignment is extraordinarily uh, sensitive. So it's like an EKG machine. One little slightest movement and it registers. It registers. So if you are, um, you know, sort of beating a drum of what I call um, protective pessimism. I have some friends who are really good at this. I used to be good at it. I don't do it anymore. I'm very aware of it. Um, in fact, I, I learned how to pivot and turn it around. I'll talk, and in fact, I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you a little tip to turn around. So protective pessimism. You ever had a person who, just, who, who literally will say things like, well, you know, I said a prayer. I don't know if it will work, but, you know, here's hoping. Um... I, I keeping my fingers crossed, you know, we'll see, you know, I did this, 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 and, but we'll see if, um, you know, if, if, if this all pans out, meaning unless I see it in the flesh, it's not legit. It's not legitimized. When I see it in my circumstances, then it's legitimized. And, that is what i call protective pessimism where they're really more invested in being disappointed and avoiding the disappointment than they are in how will it feel when i get this thing and then the thing that goes hand in hand with protective pessimism is vulnerability now vulnerability is something that most people feel uh they want to avoid at all costs the the highest price you pay is you don't get what you're asking for because you're not willing to be vulnerable. When you ask for something, you can say, you know, can I please have a glass of water? Well, you may not feel very vulnerable, but that person can say yes or no. They can say no, but you don't feel that vulnerable when you ask for a glass of water because why? Because you could probably go get the glass of water yourself. So if your husband says, man, uh, I'm not going in that direction. I'm not going to the kitchen. I'm going towards my man cave. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm gonna go get my glass of water, and you go you get the glass of water. Now it might register in your head. I can't believe he wouldn't just stop to do what he's doing. And you know how how hard would it be to get me the glass of water? But you probably get up and get yourself the glass of water. So while even though you asked for the water, you didn't feel particularly vulnerable. But if you say you know if you're the first person to say that to your significant other, you know, or you want to say I love you, I really really love you, I I want to spend more time with, that has higher stakes, right? Because what if they say, oh, you love me? Oh, that's kind of big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or they spend more time, you know, you'll be busy, you got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I would like to, but maybe, uh, maybe next month, you know. That's a possibility, right? So we wall ourselves up and we start to panic because, you know, we don't want to feel vulnerable so there's different levels so what we do is we say well you know he's the greatest person i've ever met he's been really present for me he's been really showing up but you know just in case i'm going to make sure that i you know go on tinder and date somebody else or i need to you know um just, just not be too nice, not be too there, not be too close, just in case, you know, because and then they start talking to their friends about all the, they go into, like, oh, he's so nice, but it's so odd, right? It's odd that he's so nice. Why is he so nice? Isn't there something wrong? Was he ever married before? Oh, no, he wasn't married. There's was something wrong with him or her or whatever, right? And that's because. They're trying to avoid being vulnerable and they figure, okay, another a skill that we've learned along the way is think of all the worst potential things that could happen because if you think of all the worst potential things that could happen, then they probably won't happen because you've thought of them. It's always a thing that you haven't thought of that gets in your way. So if you think of every worst case scenario and you wall yourself up and you have an answer for all of those things, then you're going to avoid being vulnerable. This is the kiss of death because how much time you have like the scales of justice like you have a a pan on each side and you put all of this time and energy and effort and emotion and remember when you connect your thought with emotion you create. So you put all this time, energy and emotion into every kind of potential scenario using your imagination to create with emotion then talking to all your friends about it. Then writing it down, pros, cons, blah, You've put all this energy into it not happening. And what would happen if it doesn't happen? What will happen if you don't get that money that you're hoping to get? Oh, I better prepare for that. Oh, I better just assume that it's not going to come. And let's just hope it will. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. But in the meantime, now I just have to continue to panic over it. It may not come. It may not come. It may not come. It may not come. Okay, I'm going to, you know, try to apply for this job. I may not get it. 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 You know, what if I don't get it? If I don't get it, what am I going to do? It, you know, and you think worst-case scenario, and you put a whole lot of energy into that. You are literally using all of your own power to create the opposite. You are shutting down your receptivity. In order to receive and to be open to that, and to be open to it long enough for it to happen, for things to configure, because things do have to configure. You have to manage these 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 thoughts, this fear of vulnerability. You have to start to embrace the vulnerability and feel that the vulnerability is actually a very powerful manifester. That, you know, when you ask for a gift, you ask for something on that Christmas list, kids are so vulnerable, they give you their whole heart on those Christmas lists. Everything they can possibly think of. They're very vulnerable. They really believe because you not only told them the story that this this man is going to come down a chimney and give them anything they want, the magic of Christmas, and they take them to the Polar Express, and they got the Believe thing, the bell, and the whole thing. Then you got the whole, the whole listing. You set those kids up to be, those kids are so vulnerable. And they come down on Christmas morning, and that thing better be in there because if it's not, then they start to distrust. And I can tell you, I've heard story after story of old of people, you know, adults say, you know, I remember that one Christmas, I wanted that thing so bad, and I didn't get it because of X, Y, Z, and I. That's when I stopped trusting, I stopped trusting in that childlike wonder. I got smart, and they think that smart, being smart, is being is is, is uh, not trusting. So this all—all all of these things, if they're part of your own wiring, which all of us have some of it, is that depending on how you are raised, you know. And then when you see people who are optimistic, oh, she's so airy fairy. Oh, she's so—I mean, I get on my friend's nerves so much, <laughs> and it's not because I'm an eternal optimist to the point. I'm—you know—I I'm—I'm a New Yorker. We, you know, a matter of fact, but. I know that the part of my matter of fact is that I'm going to get what I want. It might take me a while to figure it out, but I'm going to get it. I don't doubt that. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I get very determined. Instead of getting pessimistic now, I get determined and tenacious. And getting tenacious in the physical, like leaving those stone and working all, all, like all day and night, I don't do that. It's when you When you start to use frequency, you get determined you get tenacious but you get energetically tenacious energetically determined and what that creates is energetic efficiency because you are always going to have 100% more efficiency if you work energy first and then you do the physical most people do is they do the physical first and then do it second and they do it third and they do it 200th time and then when they get in a the jam they decide to maybe ask pray because now they're in a jam. And then they don't believe anything. And if but now they're proving out their pessimism because now it's compounding and proving itself out to them. All these bad things are happening, thing after thing after thing after thing. And they say, oh, I don't know why everything's so bad for me. I've put in all this effort. Well, if all day long, if 16 of your waking hours are spent being pessimistic, protecting yourself, being sarcastic, you know, always you know second guessing everything being a skeptic constantly over and 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 over over again and when something good happens not even recognizing it because it should have been even more stuff and why did it take so long you're shut down trust me when i tell you please trust me when i tell you you're not open to receive anything And you can argue, and I've had people argue with me, oh, yes, I am. I had lady, like, hang up on me and said, well, you're choosing a a hard road. I'm not choosing. Oh, yeah, you are. You choose with every thought. You choose with every single thought. Okay, so protective pessimism um, is poison in every sense of the word vulnerability. Now, there's two types of vulnerability. Obviously, being vulnerable like as in um, let's listen to uh, you know, friends and whatnot and um, there is this one person that in their relationship was kind of the guy who's just neat, just flat out mean <laughs> but and he and he even said to her in the beginning you know, I'm kind of like this and I do that and I did this one to the last one and I did that to the last Oh no, I can change them. Oh no, no people change. Da 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 Okay, well, um, I always say listen to Maya Angelou when they say, and she said, people will tell you who they are right up front if you listen, and it really does hold true. So you want to be discerning, so you're not going to be vulnerable to things that are legitimately not what you want to hear. If, you, if somebody says to you, oh, I, you know, I uh, I got in trouble for my last wife, <laughs> and you say, oh, okay, you're not going to do that to me, right? Well, you know, um, no, I, no, I would never do that again. Okay. And then, you know, a year down the road, you see those, you know, evidence of that. Well, you know, you probably want to take that as a red flag, right? It's discernment. Right? It's discernment. I'm not saying be vulnerable to the point of like being unsafe. What I'm talking about when I say being vulnerable to our for our purposes is uh open and willing to not know what the outcome is at the asking. Be willing to not know what the outcome is at the asking. What I mean is, when you're asking for what it is you desire, be willing to be optimistic, even if you don't know how it's going to show up. This is a skill. This is something that's learned. The only people who know how to do it without being taught it are kids. They know how to do it all day long. All day long, know how to do it. They're taught out of it. They're taught out of it. Every single time they're born you're born like this you're born knowing and you're born trusting so then you you know you start to hit up against disappointments and you know situations right and then being taught how to in the process of being taught how to protect yourself sometimes it goes overboard and it's you know protect yourself at all costs so the way that you handle this when you see that you're doing protective pessimism on something that you really want, so you, you set forth an intention that you want to make, uh, you know, $5,000 a month at a new job, and, and and you start looking for a job, and you're like, you know what, people that do what I do never do this. They never make this kind of money. They never do it. They never do it. This could never happen. Um, you know, I'm going to want it anyway, that's not going to really work, right? Because you believe more in the not happening. So what you need to do is, is what we call pivot. And you have to say, you know what? I'm going to make a choice here. Because pivoting is a choice. Okay, before you pivot and you're just letting your thoughts kind of just be all over the place, you're not choosing. You're kind of just falling into things. But when you pivot, you deliberately choose to shift. You say, you know what? Um, I'm going to make a choice to trust this. I'm going to make a choice to trust that in my knowing, I know I can do this. This, this. I'm not sure how it's going to come up. This is going to, this is going to come about. It's funny because um, I have a thing with the weather. And I have a little game. And here in California, we don't. It doesn't rain much. Last year it did. This year it did. And the other day, I was talking to someone about rain. And it was a really bright, sunny day. And there was no rain on the fore- forecast or anything. And I said, you know, I said to the guy, I said, you know, I, it's time for some rain. I said, I, I really, I really, we need some rain, you know. And uh, and I and I remember just, I always do this. I I do this at least once or twice a year. I say, I'm just going to feel rain. And I did. I was like, every time I say it, because it's so odd that we get it. In fact, when I was on the East Coast, we had rain, you know, every day. So so you could get a lot done on a rainy day. It's a day that's just you just settle down. And here, when it doesn't rain and it's sunny all the time, it's always a spring day, 70 degrees, no humidity, and sunny. I know it's nothing to complain about, but it's hard to slow down because you feel like, oh, I should be out doing something because it's so bright and sunny. So, you know, we really need some rain. And I gave it some thought just in a way of feeling that it was raining and let it go. And last night, I'm sitting, I was doing, puttering around the house, and I hear this noise outside. I said, now, all, I said, it wasn't even cloudy. And sure enough, it was pouring rain last night. Pouring. That's happened several times since I've been here where I've thought that. And, and you know, we're in the desert here. It doesn't, believe me, it doesn't rain much. We can go for like five or six months without any rain. So it's really, you know, and 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 now, so so there's that, right? So the, so here's the rain. So it's just proof, right, that my intention creates. Okay, fine. Now, what do you do with that when you see that? Most people say, "Oh my God, that's so weird!" And then, as soon as they get the response that they're looking for, they start talking about how weird it is, and how odd this is, and how crazy it is. Weird and odd and crazy. Think about those words, weird and odd and crazy, oh my gosh, look how crazy, oh that's so weird. How is it weird if you literally are, are talking to me on a weekly basis and, and you're uh, investing your time and energy and setting intentions and manifesting and then you get a result, how is that weird? It's actually weird not to get the result. But if you label every result you get as weird, crazy, odd, a coincidence, a -a coink-a-dink, you know, an aberration, you know, whatever it is you say, you have literally shut down your receptivity to it. And what happens is when you say, oh, that was so crazy, let's see if, you know, let's see if this is real or not, I don't know, well, you know, that was odd, I mean, it was a fluke. You're damning your desires to hell, okay? You literally are just smacking the gift giver in the face. Please don't do that to yourself. Don't do it. It's shutting down receptivity. It's literally, they they literally put it in your hand. You experience it. You tangibly, your physical senses experience this this thing coming to fruition. And the first thing you say is, this is crazy. This is weird. Oh, my God. No. What you need to say is this really fancy word. And, you know, very, very fancy word, very hard to pronounce. And, so, and it just, you know, just listen closely. Get your pens. Very hard word to pronounce. What you need to say when this things happen is thank you. Ha. Ah, thank you. It has a huge amount of energy on it. There with love. Love is probably the highest one. Thank you is pretty much right next to it when it comes to frequency. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. And then if you want to get fancy, you could say thank you. And what else is there that can happen now? Put it up. But if you say, oh, my God, that was so crazy. You know what? That was a fluke. I don't think that's real. You know, I know it happens for other people. Oh, that Mari, I listened to her, but, nah, you know, whatever. i I got to see it again. I have to see if my circumstances are going to bring this back again. And, you know, oh, in the meantime, Oh, that was okay. Yeah, I'm glad. I know I was asking for all that help from those angel week. Oh, so now it's here. Okay, fine. But, you know, all these other things are awful. So I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I'm glad they really helped to heal that situation. But why don't they get around to this stuff? Or when are they, if you start saying, when are they going to give me my thing? I'm shaking my head. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. You start saying, "When are they going to give me? When is that universe going to listen?" I hope that they're listening. They seem to be listening to you, but they're not listening to me. When are they going to? When are they going to send me my money? When are they going to send me my new car? When are they going to send me my man or my woman, my wife, my diamond, my new dog, my new you know whatever? Gas and light bill. When are they going to send? No, no. If you're asking that question you are shutting down your receptivity. Because, number one, you're you're asking for a place of victimization. Like you're the little kid sitting at the table. I can't tell you how many people have gotten on the phone with me and said, okay, I've been doing everything right. Um, and like they're sitting at the table they have their hands folded they're waiting for their dessert and they ate their supper and they did their vegetables and they start telling me about all the efforting they've done and why that efforting should justify them getting what they get but guess what if you're telling me about all the efforting you did and you want to know where is your stuff and why didn't they send it to you give it to you whatever you know what you're doing you're resenting what you did and guess what's in your frequency resentment so guess what happens what you want shuts down. Doesn't come, right? It, it doesn't come because what's the dominant frequency? You're aggravated, really aggravated, not you know, the, theatrically aggravated like what I do. I'm, when I'm aggravated, I believe me, I get aggravated. Don't get me wrong. This all, you know, I, I never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. I'm saying this with a lot of conviction because I've lived all of this. And I've gotten out of all of it, too. So that's why I'm speaking like I am with the tone. But I have theatrical aggravation, right? So I can be aggravated but I'm kind of doing it for theatrics. Um, but I know how to manage frequency, and I know how to settle it down. And I know how to get out of the way, get out of my own way. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about that. Um, if you have a question about this, uh, you can call it at 917 917- eight eight nine two six two six 889 nine one seven eight eight nine two six two six. I just had a feeling I needed to say that number again for whatever reason so maybe somebody was gonna call in who <laughs> otherwise could um okay. So let's talk about some of the new things. So we have these these kind of tried and true ways of shutting down what we're what we're looking to have show up. There's not really a whole lot of distance in, in, in the world of frequency. So let's talk about frequency a little bit. In the world of frequency, in the world of manifestation, there really is no distance between you and what you want um, technically because everything that ever will exist already does exist. So it's not a matter of you creating anything. It's a matter of you choosing something that's already in existence on some plane, somewhere. And so it's an alignment and a choice or a choice. And an alignment. You choose it and then you align with it and voila. Okay? And figures. Now, one of the things is you are co-creating with your higher self, so that bigger version of you that is operating outside of your body but is still you and that can see in all directions, in all directions of time, has access to every parallel, every known, you know, every infinite potential. And when you commune with that version of you, you access all of these infinite potentials. Any of these things in that, I call it a parallel catalog, a catalog of options for you, you know. So when you are in frequency alignment with whatever it is, whatever page of that catalog you choose, it starts to load into your life, and you start to see evidence of it. And many times what you'll see first is evidence of small things coming together um, very quickly was having a conversation with my advanced girls the other last week, and in fact, somebody had brought it up this week in one of the uh, private sessions saying, "Oh my gosh, Mar, you know things are manifesting she says now it's like starting to sound like what you're talking about, you know uh I think of something and I, and I have this desire, and things are just like manifesting she she lives in uh this particular client lives in Canada and she lives in a high rise and uh and she has to Parker car in the street or in the parking lot and it's not a covered parking lot so they have very very heavy snow there so she was and she's elderly she's yeah, so she's very spry but she's in her 70s so you know and she's tiny and she so going out in the cold is very you know cumbersome and she said you know i you know i can go out and, you know do my car but you know we've had several storms this winter already and i'm really you know i really really want somebody else to do my car so she said she was literally in her meditation in the morning that we I taught her how to do through our classes. And she goes, and I just saw myself, you know, having someone else clean the car, thinking about it. And I just turned it over. I just thought of it. You know, it was like a, a fleeting thought. Like, I've got to get somebody to, who can I pay to clean off the car? And she goes, Mari, within five minutes of thinking that, I heard voices outside of my door. It, you know, some people talking in the hallway. And it was a friend of mine. Um, a neighbor that she knew and she says and she opened the door to say hi and she said, You know, um, you know, she said she got intuitively to ask her friend if she knew of someone who could clean off the cars in the you know, outside that she could hire. And she says, Oh, this guy on the, you know, floor below us can uh could do that. He does that. He does and he he handles about fifteen people in the building. And uh and he doesn't charge for it because he's on disability, and if he gets money for it, then he loses his disability. So they give him, you know, treats and, you know, food and gifts and things like that, but he doesn't charge a regular rate. says, how about I take you down there and you can meet him? Well, long story short, she goes down there, she meets him, he signs you know, signs her up, and now she's literally getting her car cleared off for free, and she's getting him a grocery card gift card for at the end of the season so she can, you know, prevent, present this to him as a gift and all is well. He I said, yeah, what you asked for came right to your door. I mean, it didn't require her going. Now, think about it. If she had done it the Muggle way, <laughs> she just starts lamenting over it, maybe going on the Internet, trying to find somebody, then started vetting people out. Well, this came from a personal referral of somebody who's living in the building, somebody who, you know, knows all there is to know about what, you know, is already doing it, is already trustworthy. People have been using him in the building for years. And she just didn't know it was a resource. She recently moved back there. And, you know, there it was. It all came together. That's how it configures. Okay? That's how it configures. And she could have stayed in the idea of now this is this is the opposite way of what you could do. So you you start to think about you're looking out your window, you live on the eleventh floor, you're looking down, oh there's another snowstorm. Oh, there's my car, it's getting buried. Look at that snow. Oh my god, look at that. I don't even want to deal with that. Oh crap. Oh, 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 and you're looking out the window, right? And every drop of stuff oh, oh, God, it's even worse. Oh, you know what? And then you start going back into how you've always hated the snow and your parents used to make you go out with no gloves on when you were going, you were doing the snow and how the snow is going to kill you someday and how you can't stand the ice. And then you get on the phone with your friend, you oh, you're looking, looking out the window. Oh, I need somebody to do this. Oh, I need somebody. I don't know what. And you start, you start pounding the energy with how awful right? And then you start talking to people about how awful. And then you're awfulizing it, awfulizing it, awfulizing it, okay? And guess what you're doing? You're creating. You're choosing. You're choosing the awful parallel. You're choosing the awful version of the situation. Then you finally say, okay, let me go go and find somebody. So you go on a website or whatever, and you get some person over there. And you give them the keys to your car, you know, or whatever, to to warm it up, and they steal the car. You know, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Now the snow, now they stole the car. I don't understand why this always happens. And then you go into victim mode, okay? And then that cascades. and then your check gets lost, and then and then the grocery store uh, doesn't have what you need. And you made this whole trip across town, and they don't even have the, the what's on sale, and now you have to get a rain check. But then they discontinued the product. And then you want to know, why all these bad things happening to me? Why is everything always happening bad to me? And I don't have this, and I don't have that. Well, it all started because you started compounding frequency. You can compound it in the opposite way. Because when she did this uh, with this guy showing up, she said, Maria I'm so grateful. You know, I just started saying thank you. I, when I came back into my apartment after I made those arrangements, I just I just looked out of the window at my car. I told my car, <laughs> telepathically, you're going to be fine. And look at how lucky I am. And this, you know, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to celebrate this. And she literally created a celebration around this particular thing happening. That thing opened to receive because then, you know, what else happened and she, then all of a sudden she got the, this wonderful Tai Chi teacher that showed up that was closer than she thought it would. And it goes on and on. She started having this tripwire of really remarkable things. And she's paying attention to the smallest of things. She's not saying, oh, well, that's great that I got somebody to do the car, but, you know, if I could, if that's not the $5,000 a month I need it, okay, that's not, that doesn't really count because it's not this. No, you can't do that, okay? You can't compound frequency like that. However you compound, you can. However you compound it is what it's going to, what you're choosing. You're literally just going to the part of the catalog and choosing the thing you don't want, okay, so that. When we talk about are you truly open to receive what you're asking for, what I mean, okay? So it's a matter of, like anything, that you want to shift and change. You want to take it in chunks and you want to give it some care and attention. And the care and intention, care, intention, and attention, okay? And that care and attention, you have to get very habitual about this. This is where the 3D world comes back in. Because we are rewarded for being pessimistic. Because guess what? She can get on the phone and start talking about the snow and everything, and then she gets on the phone and somebody calls a similar thing, and then, oh, yeah, oh, no, see, you think you have it bad over there. I have it even worse over here. I'll tell you why. I'm on the 15th floor. That means that the elevator can get stuck more often because I have to go down five more floors than you do. Oh, really? No, well, you don't understand. Last year I broke my shovel. It cost me $20 to replace it. No. Well, guess what? I bought a two hundred dollar the plow, and the plow blew up. So guess what? And they start fighting. People were competing on who has the worst case scenario. I, you know, when somebody tries to start to compete with me on negativity, I always let them win. Okay, you got it. Oh my God, your day is horrible. Oh, that was awful. That was an awful day. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, really? really that happened too oh well, no oh my gosh no my day wasn't anything like that okay well i guess you do need that now i guess you do need some time yeah yeah okay all right well hope things get better for you i don't i don't do two things one is i don't try to fix it i used to because especially in the business i'm now i used to try to fix it for everybody i don't try to fix it anymore i just listen unless i'm asked can you help me to fix this okay are you willing to receive what i have to say maybe all right well let's give it a go if you're not i'll shut up okay and we talk, right? So there's that. Or I just politely say, "Okay, I guess you need some time," and I move it along. I leave, <laughs> okay? You don't have to save everybody. because people are going to be in their own spin, and they need to be because they're learning their own lesson at their own pace and having their own conversation with their guides. And when you start getting worried about your kids, this and that, and you can't get that teenager, to remember or your your friend or whatever. Remember, they have a higher self just like you do. They have the same, you know, Jesus, God, whoever they believe in. They have all of that. They have all of it. They have intuition. They have all of that, too. You don't have to because you think, okay, now I've heard these things. Now I have to go teach everybody. Everything. You don't have to. They'll, they'll discover it as they, their frequency brings them to it. Okay? So you don't have to go on a crusade. And a lot of times this is another thing. This shuts down receptivity. Is we feel that we have to get buy-in from our friends, family, or whatever before we can fully trust it ourselves. And I used to actually, I used to actually, my mom was very critical. God, love her. And I would tell her my best new ideas first, and she would usually slash them, like. Like, like hatchet oh, boom, boom. and she'd start teasing me Oh, she would sing to me off we go into the on her. oh here you go with another idea oh Mariana you're crazy oh whatever and I would always and it was a form of self sabotage because I wanted her to buy in and I finally stopped doing that I said you know what I'm better off talking to total strangers who have no investment in in it and they're not going to say oh why why are you doing this to me How could I'm your parent how could I have done such a bad job you know all that kind of thing I go to a stranger and tell them my idea. They're like, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, I know somebody did that or they did it themselves or whatever, right? So you don't need to go and teach other people in order to prove to yourself that whatever you're learning about works. Prove to yourself on your own. Let them, nobody will argue with success. Come, Start talking to your friends about this stuff after it works and you have proof for yourself that it works because if you do it too soon, what will happen is uh, they will start coming after you and tearing it to shreds. I used to have a friend who did this to me all the time. Tear it to shreds. Then you start to feel bad, and then you lose your way, and your whatever you're learning loses its power because you, you've you given up your power to your other friend's opinion, and that is, that is pure as is my – Fancy Russian dancer part, dance partner would say it's pure destroyment. <laughs> destroyment. You know, there's Dimitri. There's no word named destroyment. He goes, oh, there is now. It's okay. So we added that to the English language. We have a Dimitri dictionary. So destroyment. That is pure destroyment. <laughs> um, frequency. When you do that, don't turn your your inquisitiveness. Don't turn your intention work. Don't turn your vulnerability you know, over to your friends by asking their opinions on stuff that they don't know any better than you do and they, they probably don't even have any idea, okay? That's when you're putting yourself in the harm's way. That's a piece of vulnerability you don't want to do, okay? Don't put your new fresh ideas into the wrong hands, yourself in harm's way. All right, um, and being vulnerable in a positive way is saying, you know what, I'm going to keep this to myself and I'm going to let this play out. And I'm gonna keep doing this until I start to see evidence. And I'm gonna to listen to these shows or do whatever studying you have to do, how whatever you do, so that you can fill in whatever blanks you have with an expert, not with somebody who doesn't. You know, it's not the blind leading the blind, because you get yourself into into discouragement and trouble. All right. So, um, this stuff is very easy to fix, especially if you know what to look for. Right, and That's why I wanted to give you some pointers um, about this um, on the show. So if you have a question, I think we do have a question here. You can call in. We have a couple more minutes That 917-889-2626. It's 917-889-2626. And Sam, I'm going to go ahead and take the caller that we have, which is Lisa in Chicago, if she's still there. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hey. How are you? right.
1: Hey. Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. What's your question?
1: Yeah, so I enjoyed your um topic tonight. Um, so my okay, question thank you. is Yeah, sometimes I just get some anxiety. Um mm-hmm. from just a lot of changes. Uh not you know, <laughs> just a lot of changes going on that, you know, seem to be, you know, quite positive and a lot of choices and things I usually don't have uh that kind of stuff kind of happening um, mm-hmm. all at the same time. So I just right. sometimes how to, you know, get out over, it's not really even negative, but just like almost like anxiety, like an attack or something, how to deal with it. Well,
0: an anxiety anxiety is is usually resistance to an energy that you're not familiar with. So when it comes yeah. to frequency. Right so you're 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 seeing something in your mental mind can't identify it and label it and put it in a special box so it's like okay we can't identify this i don't know what this is okay i'm going to have anxiety you know it's it's really more um in when it comes to frequency obviously if you have like serious anxiety that requires medical attention you go get medical attention like you know I have to say that from a professional perspective, but from a frequency perspective, when you're talking about within the you know scope of what we're talking about and discussing tonight, um, just just see that as, you know, okay, I'm having some resistance because I probably because it's something I don't know yet. And you can pivot by identifying it not as anxiety but, you know, feeling some vulnerability and saying, you know, I'm right in the right spot because if I Uh, knew the outcome I wouldn't feel this and I don't know the outcome yet so I'm in the know that my higher self knows exactly what's going on you're never by yourself that's another thing the mental mind kind of puts us kind of gives us that sense of that false sense of separation and when you start to perceive that it's letting you know that you're kind of going in the wrong direction it's not it's not real you know so now the other thing that you can do obviously on a you know, very 3D level, is just start to get more information, you know, and if if it's something like you don't know how to do or whatever. Do you have a specific example that you're thinking of?
1: Well, you know, it's just that sometimes, like, I want to know the answer right away. There's a lot of choices I have to make and options that I'm not used to having, like that kind of thing could right. happen to me. So I think, like, it's like I'll get, like, frustrated, like, oh, I don't know the exact answer, but You know, it's funny, the more you gather information, sometimes the answer Mm -hmm. just comes a little later, like today, you know, I was thinking about something that I needed to do with all this happening, and then I wish I had the answer, and then it just popped into my head, like, well, I've been mulling over this a long time and thinking it out, and you know, perhaps I think this might actually be the solution, and it wasn't what I thought of in the beginning. So, it's kind mm-hmm. of like it just happened that I found an answer after searching for a long time like i I had to wait and it just then came to me you know all of a sudden it was weird
0: well, one of the okay, so don't say weird, say that was my intuition at work doing its job because that's what that was, <laughs> and the oh. other the other the other thing that you want to see if you can pivot this word is thinking. And instead of saying thinking, saying I'm perceiving, because when you say I'm perceiving, uh, you know I'm perceiving the situation, or I'm sensing the situation, I'm putting, I'm, I'm, I'm checking it with my senses around the situation. What it does is it engages more than your mental mind, your mental, and it starts to bridge over into your intuitive. Okay, so and you into your intuitive oh, awareness. Oh, so I okay, can
1: you are you saying in a way, you, but that I'm becoming more intuitive then? Absolutely.
0: Well, you're tapping, your intuition is always always there, but what you're doing is you're leaning more on your mental mind and the thinking and the having to have a conclusive answer. When you start saying instead of saying I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about it, just say, you know, what? I want to perceive, I want to perceive this. Let me see. Let me me feel this out. Let me feel this out instead of let me think about this. Let me feel this out. That literally connects you into your intuitive senses. Just that shift of verbiage connects you into your intuitive senses. It takes you into a whole huge encyclopedia of answers because it expands you past the limitations of your mental mind. Your mental mind is only filled with what you've already experienced before or what you've seen someone else experience. That's it. It's only It's only as good as its own exposure, whereas all your creative ideas, all of your new ideas, they don't come from your mental mind. You didn't think those up. They get downloaded from your intuitive side, from the larger part of you. So that's why you're getting this, it seems like this, you know, all of a sudden this aha, this big thing. And what is, it's just that you expanded past the walls of the mental mind. So the way that you can make that happen faster is instead of saying, I have to think about this, I have to get the answer. I have to think about this, I have to get the answer. Let me think about it some more. Let me get the answer. Instead say, you know, I want to I wanna feel this out. Let me feel this out. Let me feel this out. Hmm. wonder if I feel, what do I feel here? What am I perceiving? And you just ask that instead of let me think about it and forcing an answer you'll start to see that you will get a download of the new direction much faster, much faster. So I'm going to have to jump off, but I hope that's been helpful.
1: Okay. That is. Thank you.
0: You are so welcome. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. All right. So that was actually a really, really good question. And hopefully you guys um, understand that. The way that you phrase things just in your mind, this isn't requiring you to leave the house, buy anything, do anything special. Just by reframing how you uh, perceive something, how you're going to address something. So instead of saying I'm thinking about this and I have to come up with the answer, I'm perceiving, I'm sensing. Let me feel this out. Instead of saying and start practicing this. If you can get into the habit of when somebody says something to you and say you know let me think about that instead of saying that, let me let me let me feel that out let me let me sense that. Okay, let me feel that out. Let me feel that out. I have most of my clients when I when I speak to them now. They, I, if I ask them something, they say, "You know what? I'm going to sleep on that. I'm going to go into my meditation on that." They know. They know that you know anybody in my my mastermind. They know. If they go for frequency first, they know that their circumstances are just a readout of what their dominant frequency is. And to go after your circumstances alone is like going to the mirror, looking at the reflection, and trying to move the glass around to make the reflection change instead of to change you so the reflection back shifts shifts. Right? So your energy and your frequency is the exact same way. It's just your circumstances are reflecting what your frequency is. If you're open to receive your circumstances will deliver. If you're doing any of these subtle things or not those subtle things that we talked about, you will slow down your process. It's not that it won't get delivered, but you're basically saying, no, I asked for it, but no, don't bring it. I asked for it, but no, don't bring it. I asked for it, but no, don't bring it with your various actions, okay? So you want to ask for it and say, thank you. It's better than it's weird. If something comes to you, not it's weird, but thank you thank you. What else? Let's go. I'm excited. All right. Moving on, right? What else can I perceive? And and that pre- creates that expansiveness, all right? So I hope this has been helpful. Um, definitely come see us on Facebook. Keep an eye out on your inbox. You'll be getting more information about our new course coming up. and um, and that potential preview call. I'm going to sort all that out, and I will let you guys know in the next couple of days. And we will end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great week.